0: Hi there and welcome to the Kingdom Creative Podcast. I'm your host Amanda Griffey. Here on the Kingdom Creative Podcast, I interview creatives from a variety of genres as they seek to glorify God and expand his kingdom through the things that they create. I hope you'll be encouraged as you listen to the stories of people who are bringing light and life into the world in response to being made in the image of the ultimate creator. Hi there, I'm Amanda Griffey, your host of the Kingdom Creative Podcast. In this initial episode, I'm going to share a little bit of my story and how I became a Kingdom Creative. I grew up in East Central Indiana to a farm family, actually to two farm families, my mom's parents and my dad's parents, both farmed. And my mom's family had a dairy farm, my dad's family raised hogs and row crops, and so I was immersed in the farming lifestyle from very, very early age, um, probably at least sixth generation farming, and I've continued to stay on the farm. My husband and I now are raising our two sons on his family farm where we raise row crops and beef cattle. And I'm just very blessed to be able to live this lifestyle. I feel like farming and agriculture is one of the most highest callings as far as um an occupation. I feel like it's original, it's God's original design for mankind as far as an occupation, because he placed Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden and asked them as ten as caretakers. Adam was to name all the animals and watch over them, and care for them, as well as tend to the garden. And I just really feel like um, being a farmer really kind of echoes that initial occupation that God designed mankind for. So it's a very rich lifestyle. It's a very hard lifestyle, but it's a very rich lifestyle that is full of many, many blessings that um, I just really, really love. Um, I am a color pencil, pastel, and pencil artist, and most of the work that I create is farm or horse-themed. I grew up... Dying to have a horse when I was a little girl. I can remember just two or three years old begging my parents for a horse. And I was probably about six or seven when my grandparents finally did purchase a, or borrow, I guess, from a neighbor, a pony for us grandkids, which led to a lifelong love affair of horses and showing and training for many, many, many years and still find myself involved in some facets of the local horse industry industry. Um, But before we ever purchased a horse or before we ever got horses, I wanted a horse so bad that I just drew them all the time. And that's really what sparked my love for drawing, was just constantly drawing horses. And as, you know, as I got older, it was unicorns and dogs and cows and, you know, kind of expanded my repertoire of things. But horses were always the mainstay. It was always the center of central theme to all of my artwork and is still today quite a bit. Um, I grew up in a Christian family. Um, my both my sets of grandparents were, um, regular church attenders and, and grew up in a cre- Christian home, um, with very solid Christian Midwestern values, farm values, and um, I'm very thankful for that. Even though um, I've had my fair share of moments where I've strayed away and that sort of thing, I'm very thankful that I was raised with that solid faith background. Um, Not everyone is so blessed with that. And I just have a, our family has a long history of um, faithful followers of Jesus Christ. And I'm very, very thankful for that. Um, However, as I created, as I journeyed through my art journey, as I was in junior high and high school, I never really looked at art as something that I could use to glorify God. Um, I knew it was a gift from God, my abilities. I was um, had developed drawing skills at a very young age. I pursued art all through high school and into college. Um, I was always very, i have always done very well, was pretty successful with art in high school. And then when I went on to college, um, I actually wanted to go to be an agriculture education teacher and found out that the local um, IU and University branch here in our area, uh, my science tra- credits wouldn't transfer to Purdue University, which is where I wanted to get my degree from. And so I had to kind of take a different approach. Um, avenue with my college education and they had a pretty strong art program even though they didn't have a full-fledged art degree i did decide to pursue art instead and stay close um, as i was needed on the family farm to help with some things there and so i ended up with a general studies degree and a concentration in fine art and Stayed active with art after college, mostly as a hobby, because I had also gotten into showing and training horses, and I was very, very active with that. And um, much of my work revolved around showing and training horses. And I eventually did that freelance for a few years. Um, but after after college, it was just a hobby. And it wasn't until many years later when I was um, at home with my first child, when my oldest son was first born, he was about a year old. I had to have major back surgery. And I found myself at home not being able to um, work with the horses and do the things on the farm and that sort of thing. And I had gotten really bored being at home doing nothing other than taking care of a small child. I decided that I would dig out some of my old art supplies, and I had stumbled across a set of colored pencils and a sketchbook that had been gifted to me, and I dug them out and drew something, and when my husband came home, actually I drew a horse, and when my husband came home, he asked me why I wasn't doing this on a regular basis, and I'd never really considered doing art as a career. I always had dreamed of doing art at least part-time. Um my dream was to always have a horse barn with a second floor studio. So, um it was it was always there. It just was never um my primary income. I always felt like it would be the secondary thing and I would just pursue it more as a hobby and the horses would be uh primary. So after that, I really started to pursue my art. I started to enter into art shows, really began to join Facebook groups and that sort of thing and develop my skill level, especially with colored pencil, which was the medium of my choice. I had always done, drawn kind of graphite and colored pencil just because of the, I think, ease of use of colored pencil. It was very um, not messy. I love to oil paint. I got the opportunity to oil paint quite a bit in college and I really, really enjoyed it, but I didn't like how labor intensive the cleanup process was. Um, because of our farming, it is very difficult sometimes to set aside a large chunk of time to be able to just dedicate studio time where, you know, you keep your paints fresh and, you know, you can clean up and all that sort of thing. Or I had, and I had small children and it was very difficult to keep oil paints out and fumes and, um, things like that from solvents and I just really wasn't interested in digging oil paints out. So I stayed with dry mediums with the graphite and the colored pencil and I really started to hone my skill with the colored pencil and I really found that I loved colored pencil. I loved the control that it had. I loved to be able to render fine details. Um, As someone who's grown up around horses and farming, I understand how important these tiny minor details can be to, um, especially in showing, it can be something so minor that um, can make or break your placing and, um, or, you know, your uh, presentation of your horse and that sort of thing. And I love to do grooming and that sort of thing. And I loved all these fine details. So it was not a surprise that, I naturally gravitated toward colored pencil and pencil, which were both mediums that allowed for very, very fine detail work. So as I got into entering shows and that sort of thing, um, I was very surprised. The very first juried show I ever entered was the Richmond Art Museum annual exhibit, which um, the Richmond Art Museum in Richmond, Indiana hosts the longest running Juried art show in the state of Indiana. I did not know that at the time. However, um, I did apply, and I was actually juried in my very first time that I applied. So I was really blown away by that, and I was really encouraged that I did have what it take took to um, maybe pursue this as a career. As a result of that initial. Um, Jurying that juried show process, I actually landed my first commission. And so I was already on my way to making this um, a career path. And I realized that I could actually generate some income from it. And I was really excited about that. So I began to start taking commissions. And I still take commissions on a regular basis. I've had to limit my commission book because I get a little overwhelmed and I like to overbook myself. (laughs) But, um, But I do still take commissions, and they're a big part of what I do. But I love to still create um, horse artwork and farm scenes and anything that really um, helps to tell the story of Indiana's rich agriculture history. Um, I love old barns and old tractors and those sorts of things. And just the heritage that my family has, as well as what we are teaching our children how we're bringing up our children now so um however it's just been recently that i recognized that i could create artwork and do this in a way that was not only um created generated some income but that was also glorifying to god and I did a few, I've done a few pieces in the past that were specifically faith-based pieces, but I'm recognizing now more and more how others see God or see Christ through my artwork just as a manifestation of the beauty and creation and the things that are around me that I create with my in my art. And um, that's very encouraging to me. I never... Really understood that I could really truly merge the two and um, bring my faith into the center of my artwork. And for a long time, I tried to compartmentalize those. Faith was over here, and artwork was over here. And the more I've As The longer I've went, I've recognized that I really can't do that because I create artwork from a place of overflowing of joy of these blessings that God has given me that I can't separate this. My faith is central to the artwork because without it, I don't have any of these blessings and I don't even recognize that they are the blessings that are around me. And I don't wouldn't create them. I wouldn't be inspired by them to create them in my art. So I'm very, very thankful for that. And I'm very um, mindful now of that all of this is, you know, ways to show others God. Because he's all around us in creation. And he's all around us. Like I said, I, I still, I think farming is just so... It is the original occupation of mankind, I feel like, and, you know, God ordained. And so everything around me to me just speaks to that. So when I create that in my artwork, I just feel like I'm just pushing that out into the world that says, you know, this is really, this is this beautiful way of living that God had created and designed mankind for, and this is the richness that it allows. So... Um, I'm just very thankful that now I am bringing those two worlds together and, um, three worlds really, you know, the farming and the artwork and my faith and really pulling them all together into this, um, beautiful tapestry of creative, the creative process for me. So currently I am working on several series of horses and, um, I just had finished a series and right away it sold to a pastor friend of mine. And it was a series of four horses that were all, to me, manifestations of characteristics of God. And there was power and grace and beauty and um, strength. And I just, I, I, that, that's an idea I could just explore for a long, long time. And that kind of led to some other ideas of, Um, ways that I can express things of God through horses. And um, so I'm currently working on a series of Fruits of the Spirit that are all horse-themed. And they're all horses that embody um, joy, peace, love, self-control, and those sorts of things, those Fruits of the Spirit. And so I'm really excited about that series. So um, I am... Available on. You can find me on uh, Facebook at Amanda Griffey Fine Art, or you can find my website is amandagriffeyfineart.com. I'm also on Instagram at amandagriffey, Fine Art. And so, if anybody would in, be interested in checking out my artwork, that's where you can find me. And um, I just thank you guys for taking the time to listen to this initial podcast. I really hope that this is a podcast that will. Uplift you and um, encourage you to create. Um, God is the original creator, we are made in his image, and we should not be discouraged, we should not be um hesitant to create. For a long time, I was hesitant to create because I felt like it was something that was um excessive or um just a little bit not real practical. But um, scripture tells us that not only were the trees in the garden pleasing or they were good for food, but they were also pleasing to the eye. And I really, truly believe that not only did God create for practical purposes, but he also created to create beauty and to create environments in which we can um, live and worship and thrive and beauty is part of that and so that is partly why I create and I hope that um, these interviews upcoming interviews really encourage you as a creative person to continue to on your creative journey whether you create artwork or whether that's writing or poetry or music or cooking or whatever creative endeavors that you are involved in. I pray that this podcast will encourage you to keep on creating because there is value in it. There is eternal value in it. And um, I really hope you guys enjoy this. I really thank you for tuning in and we will talk to you soon. Thanks. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Kingdom Creative Podcast. Join me each week as I talk with other creatives who are using their creative gifts and abilities to glorify God and further his kingdom.